What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of 100% Vanessa with me, your girl, Vanessa. And today we have a very special guest on the podcast, my good friend, Jess. We've known each other since freshman year of college, so more than 10 years, probably even more than that. Who even knows? But she is a light to this world. I hope you guys learn so much from this episode and really just get empowered and motivated and inspired to live your best life. So let's get into it. Jess, what's going on? Hey girl, hey. <laughs> All right, so I just want you to introduce yourself really quick to my audience. Just let them know who you are, what you do, and then we'll get into it. Okay. Hi, everybody. My name is Jesse Kristen. I have a YouTube channel called Just So Blessed, where I focus on God, wellness, and the lifestyle. Yes, I love it. Okay, now we got to tell the audience how we met, because they got to know <laughs> the beginning of time. <laughs> I know. So actually, me and Jess, we met in college. We were college sweetmates, freshman year at Montclair. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it, was, it was a good time. Like, all I remember is you punching Tweety in my... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, but how we actually met, what was that? You were my sweet mate. And I remember I was like, you know how I am. I'm at, like, <laughs> bubbly and stuff. So I think I went up to you and I was like, hi. And you were like, Hi. <laughs> No, I didn't. Yes, you did. You were mean as hell, but then you ended up being like the nicest person ever. I'm like, oh my God, I love her. Oh my God. But that was just the intro. That's so I funny. Think. I don't, honestly, I really don't remember being so mean. I was like, you know, trying to be tough coming from Jersey City. Now I'm like a whole different person. I just think that was like, you know, maybe you had to get acclimated with people around you like new people so but that's not that's that was only the first day that was I know no but that was it that was that was good but no we met freshman year and then it just kind of went from there I think our friendship is kind of special because even though we don't we never talk every day I can always feel like I'm back at college with you like it's yes. so comfortable talking to you and I love that yes so <laughs> it's like no time ever passed I know and that's good that's how you know you have a real friendship with somebody when things yeah. don't change it kind of stays the same which is nice um but let's get into a little bit about your YouTube channel more focused on like I want you to talk about your career what you did after Montclair and then the path to what leads you to where you are now. Because I think that that's more interesting to me. Like, where you started and where, you, where it led you to now. So, go ahead. Lord. Okay, so you want, like, the detailed one? Or you want me to skip to, like, the fashion part? No, so what, so what did you study at Montclair? Okay, so there we go. All right, so Montclair, I did family and child studies, right? Well, first, you know, I switched up a lot, right? So, remember first I did, I came in for Spanish, right? Oh, yeah. So, I was like, do I want to be like a Spanish teacher or something? Because that was the only thing I was good at in high school. So, I did that and I was like, okay, uh, what else am I going to do with this, right? So, my sophomore year, I switched to family and child studies. And I remember I was talking to my dad and I was like, you know, I want to do something like 
for women. And I remember I was um, sitting outside of Alice Paul. Remember Alice Paul? Yeah. Whatever. And I was telling my dad, I was like, I want to do something for women and like women who need help. And I didn't think that he was going to agree with me. I thought he was going to be like, you don't know what you're talking about. But he was really like, you know, Jess, you never know like what God is trying to do through you with this. So I was like, oh, okay. So I stuck with family and child studies. Boom. Graduate. Could not find a job because, you know, we graduated during the recession. Right. And then what happened? I got, my aunt got me into Horizon Blue Cross. And then that place, they actually laid off the whole department. I was there for almost four years. And then, but I was like, dang, I want to go back into fashion. I finally got like the, the balls. What is that? Huevos? Yeah, the huevos. <laughs> 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 to go to, um, and pursue fashion which is what I always really wanted to do since high school I was just too scary so I'm like all right this is my chance so first I went to FIT it was whack so then I went to Parsons mm -hmm. and then um at this point I am a manager in a retail store BB it was cool whatever um and then that store shut down so I'm like what in the world is happening <laughs> There's why no are we shutting down There's no coincidence nothing and my friend allow you know allow me so allow me was like do you think this is like a sign you're supposed to be like doing your own thing and i was like it has to be because this makes no sense like everywhere i'm going the places are shutting down like you you can't go anywhere else right. so that's when i started jesse Kristen, which was my fashion line and it was um quite the experience it was like my first entrepreneurial jump mm -hmm. and it wasn't as smooth as i thought it was you know people glamorize entrepreneurship right but it's a lot of work right. and i just wasn't i don't think i was in the mental space for it and i think i was pursuing something that was surface you know mm -hmm. more so than what i was really purposed to do right right which is where I'm at now. Yeah, so let's talk about it. What, what are you doing now? Like, what made you do this? Like, what sparked it in your brain? Like, I'm going to start this and I'm just going to keep at it. Well, it started when I was, when I came home from college. And I was 21. And I remember, this might sound mad deep. Some people might get it and some people will be like, okay, that's a stretch. But, um... I remember I came home from college and I'm like, oh, this can't be life. Like, mm -hmm. I'm back home. Like, this is whack. And I was in bed. I was about to go to sleep. It was like 11 o'clock at night. And I literally felt heard. I want to say it was like an audible voice, but it was like, hit me in my chest, like right here. Mm -hmm. And it was God telling me, like, you're going to be working for me. And I was like, I remember I was like, oh my God, no. And I answered back. I did. I answered back in the dark by myself. Like people would have thought I was crazy, <laughs> but I answered back and I was like, I don't want to. Straight like that. I was like, I don't want to. Yeah. Because at that time, you know, you're 21, you just want to have fun. Like some people aren't mentally or, you know, matured at that time. Right. I wasn't. <laughs> so I wasn't thinking about, yeah, I want to pursue the Lord and all this stuff. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. thinking that way. I was like, I just want to party and have fun. Like, that's it. Um, so that was like the first like nugget, the first drop I got. Um, that's when I knew something 
that I was being called, right? Um, and then after having a really bad breakup with my ex, it was it was horrific. Um, and then after that, going through a really bad five-year cycle of, of like depression, like deep depression. I'm not talking about like, oh, I went through a phase. Like it was a, it was a long one. Um, so depression, crazy stuff, job losses, financial issues. Like it seemed like my world like spun out of control and I literally had no control anymore. It was to the point where God was just like, now you're going to rely on me and that's it. Right. Like you have nobody you have nothing, just me. And I had to sit and deal with myself. And um, it was it was a lot of work. I had to do a lot of like healing and, you know, just self work. And so I remember like, it was like, it was gripping, like the pain, the healing process was so intense. And I remember I was like, God, I promise. And you just let me loose. I promise. Like, I'll, 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 do what you asked me to do. I remember, like, I asked how bad I was. I was like, I'll do anything you tell me to do. And I said it several, several, to the point where I literally meant, like, I meant it. I was like, now, like, this is for real. I never want anybody to feel or experience what I felt or, you know, so I was like, yeah, there's got to be people out there who are going through the same thing, who are doing the same thing I'm doing, suffering in silence and just need help and need to hear somebody, like, relate to them. Right. So that's how I got here. Love that, Jess. That, that's amazing. So when you first did your YouTube video, because I know you're on YouTube now, your videos are popping. Like, <laughs> I love them. They're really good. And for it to be just like iMovie and all that stuff, I think your editing is really good. If you haven't checked out her videos, go check it out. I'm going to leave everything in the bio so you guys can look at that. But when you first, because I know you're still a little scared with your YouTube channel. And put yeah, it I'm mad scary. <laughs> But when you recorded your first video, right, what made you hit that publish button? Like, okay, I'm going to do this. Like, that's it. Um, my promise. Honestly, like, I was just like, okay, this is what I said I'm going to do. And I'm the type of person, like, once I have an idea in my head, I, I like, it'll bug me. I have to do it. You have to do it. Um, so... And then, you know, just going through the work of like working against fear and tr training my mind to not like get tripped up on those things that tell me I can't or I shouldn't or all the reasons why like I won't make it. I was like, you know what? Yeah. yeah, no, I love that. Let's talk about that fear. Because for me, I know I'm at a point in my life where I said, fuck it, I'm gonna do this shit. I don't care. <laughs> If I have to quit my job. I don't care if I gotta sacrifice some outfits, some buying like luxury stuff. Like That's I don't care. Bomb. I'm just gonna do it, right? But I think mm -hmm. a lot of times people have that fear in their head, like, oh my god, if I if I don't work for this company or if I don't do this certain job or if I'm if I don't show up in the world as they want me to show up, then life isn't gonna go the way it goes. And I think we shouldn't live well, I know we shouldn't live that way because when we let fear get in the way of things, it stops us from being the person we need to be in life, you know? Right. And how we need to show up into this world because right. it holds us back. It's yeah. holds us back. We have so much potential in us 
and you know god is good he is gonna make sure that you're all right you know what i'm all saying? the way right we're gonna be all right but you have mm -hmm. to step out and do it you have to do yeah. it because if you don't do it then you're never gonna see the possibility right right and what i love i heard one of the preachers speak about this in one of the sermons it's when we go into the what ifs we can't go into the what ifs of fear but the what ifs of possibility what's the possibility what can yeah. happen out of this situation yeah just keep going you know and i think that's another thing right people start but they don't finish it they, they just stop because they see one or two mm -hmm. things they don't it's not successful right away it doesn't work that way. You have to just keep right. going. I you said, give it room. about a year, you know? Give it about two years, even five years, you know? For yeah. you to see something happen. But yeah. But I, I also think... Go ahead. I don't... I mean, I don't know if this is on... on fear or whatever, but... What the heck was I just gonna say? I lost my whole train of thought. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So yeah, so but no, let's talk about your new YouTube video that you, you're gonna put out, right? Did you say you something about you were gonna mention about like fear and stuff like that, right? The one that I'm about to drop yeah. in a couple of days? Yeah. That one, um, no, it's not about fear. No. It's a little different. It's a little different. What's it about? Let's let's hear it. Okay, sensuous. <laughs> um, so it's pretty much about making room for your blessings, right? So and it kinda I guess it does kinda have to do with fear because it has a lot to do with people it has a lot to do with people kinda like holding on to things um, and not dealing with the things that they need to deal with or remove or um, reassess in their lives in order to be in position to get that blessing. Mm. And so, I don't know, I'm like, I'm a feeler, right? I'm a big, I call myself a feeler. I'm a big time feeler, like on all levels. So um, for a while now, and I was talking to um, one of my homegirls about this, for a while, I've been like, people are talking about cancel 2020. They're talking about, you know, throw the whole 2020 away. Like, no, baby. Like, a lot of things are being birthed out of 2020. Like, people did not expect that we will be shaking the table like this, like in all areas, like political, um, socially, like, it. we are rocking it, you know? And I think that God is just putting people in their place, in their... Um, Position. giving people like their position and their purpose and people are waking up to it yeah you know and so on top of that for like i want to say um, the last few months the last two or three months i'm like oh it's about to get really good so the people who did step out on faith the people who were answering to their calling down for out for yeah. so that's why i was saying like it's it's super important to just get it together get your life together do the work do whatever you got to do because you don't want to miss your boat you don't want to miss the train oh yeah because when he comes he's about to sprinkle it it's true it's true i feel like for me i've i've been really awakened in this year you know in a lot of senses like socially just a lot of things are like 
wow, I never saw things that way because you're just blinded half the time, right? Because you're so comfortable and used to things the way they are that when you see something getting challenged or pushed or out of the norm, you're like, oh my God, wait, I didn't see it that way. You know what I'm saying? And I think people need to take this year and this time as, you know, we just have to be in the moment and just embrace the situation and learn. I think that's a big thing. We have to learn. Like, because we're humans, we're not perfect. We're never going to be perfect. And I think we have to remind ourselves that we're ever evolving. We're growing. We're never going to stay stagnant. You know, we Mm -hmm. have to step out, get uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. have the conversations. You know what I'm saying? That's where growth happens. Yeah, have the conversations and dare to, like you said, to dare to change. Um, the point I'm being stagnant. I think like people, this proves that so many people are used to just like go to work, do this, do that, do this, do this, do that. The routine and it's mindless. Like where, like where's the substance to it? Right. And um, it shows like this is why there's so many like mental health cases because people are just relying on one way. You didn't think of another way to live. You know, like, so what what people are going through now, I was going through this last year. I was going crazy. I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? I have no job. You know, and I just didn't know how to handle the quiet. And now I'm so, you know, I went through all this last year. So now I'm like coasting. I'm like, oh, this is actually great. Like, I know, you know, you know how to, I know how to survive in it. So um, this was definitely like a big wake up for a lot of people. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Like, I agree for me, especially, like, I got so used to just going to a nine to five, but I never realized how damaging it was to me, my creativity, my spirit. Like, just seriously, I would go into work at this job and my throat would hurt. Like, it's like I couldn't. Anxiety. And I was just like, what in the world is going on? And let me tell you, after I left this job, I felt such a relief. And my mind has just been going in like, not a million directions, but I have so many ideas, things that I want to execute. I'm already trying to like write articles for other brands and stuff, you know, really be in my purpose, you know, and I don't think you're able to do that if you're doing somebody else's dream, somebody else's purpose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah. Can I I add a note onto that? Yeah, yeah, go, go, go. And so, okay. And I think it's like no shade to people who work, because I work, right? I work a nine to five. Um, so there's no shade to it. It's great, like, because you still have to feed yourself, do what you got to do in the meantime until you are able. But I will say, like, if you are going to continue to do your nine to five and work on your purpose or, you know, whatever it is that you want to do on the side, it is very challenging. Uh, Cause there are times where I'm like, I'm exhausted or I filmed the video that I was supposed to put out last week and it never got out because after work, I'm like, I can't even think straight. Like, <laughs> and it, it's, 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 um, it's challenging, you know, learning to juggle both. It can happen. And a lot of people do it, oh, yeah. but I think if you are in the position to just jump, then I know, but you know, I think it is too, people need to have a plan, right? You just can't go into something without a plan. I think mm-hmm. Planning has been number one for me this year. So 
me and Eddie, we sat down, we made a plan where we're going to pay off our debt. And I think that is the only reason why we were able to even say, okay, you can leave the job. Because if not, trust me, I would still be there because nine to fives are essential, yeah. especially to a lot of people, especially to us where we don't come from families. Well, I know for me, I don't come from a family of entrepreneurs. You know, we worked for the, pre for the people, you know? So for me, it's like right. the cycle of becoming yeah. my own like brand business, having my own kind of like power myself. So it, it is hard, but I think we just mm -hmm. got to get through because it's not only for us, it's for future generations to come, you know, so. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you said the piece about planning because that was one of my biggest lessons from when I did it with fashion. And I took that lesson with what I'm doing now, plan. Um, and there's just so many other pieces that go into it that I, you know, I'm like, okay, I definitely learned my lesson from before. I didn't do that. I was just like, all right, I'm jumping out here. I know. And then I fell flat on my face. But I'm glad that you planned and I'm like, I congratulations know. on paying all that debt. I know. I feel like with the credit card, that's number one, because with credit cards, well, with any type of debt, right? It's like you're owing somebody else's money and you're paying them extra like and i felt like with the credit cards that was yeah. more materialistic you know like oh, i'm gonna buy this i'm gonna buy that and half of that stuff that i bought just is probably donated or You're just buying dumb stuff i don't even know where it's at you know what i'm saying so i wish i would have learned this when i was Hello. young but i think everything is is meant for a reason you know so i'm happy that i learned my lesson no more right. credit cards but yeah it's crazy. And you're a huge inspiration now because when you post about that on Instagram, I'm like, that's so dope. You paid off 14,000. How much was it? Like 14,000? 14, 14,000, yeah. 50? No, 50. Like One, five. Oh. <laughs> you wild. Girl, give me the plan. No, with 50,000. That's like a freaking, I don't even know. But no, with, well, we're, we're working on the other stuff too when it comes to like, um, the student loans that's a different ballpark but we're gonna focus on that in the yeah because we're, we're happy that we did what we did but, good. but um good that's about it jess i you know jessica i love you so much you're such a light to this world you've always too. been such a light to me i feel like and i'm proud of you i'm really proud of you because it's not easy you know navigating life mm -hmm. trying to stand in your purpose and you're doing just that and I just want to say never give up. Keep pushing. God's got Aww. your back, girl. And yeah, that's it. Thank you for being on my podcast. I love you. I love you. And then one more thing before we go. Let the people know where they can yes. find you. Don't be shy. Let them all know. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. You can go on YouTube. It's just so blessed. Or you can find me on Instagram at just so blessed as well and thank you i look forward to seeing some of you guys over on my platforms Yay! okay thank you so much for listening to this week's episode don't forget to subscribe on apple or wherever you listen to podcasts and follow me on instagram at i am vanessa gabriella until next week see ya